Hare Krishna, Panchakalpa Trubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vyebhacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha. So we are reading in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 27. Uh, we're up to Text 6, but uh, where the Lord, 1 through 5, uh, Uddhava's question, question, asking the Lord for instruction in deity worship. And text 6 is when Krishna begins his answer. And I want to backtrack a little bit and go over the, question, the first five verses again. This is because um, uh, I, I had been looking for, for the, the book produced by the GBC, well, produced by the uh, ISKCON, published by the ISKCON GBC Press in 1994 called Pancharatra Pradipa, uh, Illumination of Pancharatra, which was compiled by a GBC deity worship research group, and it has been the deity worship manual for ISKCON uh, since that time. Uh, and uh, I can't I can't find my copy of it, <laughs> but I did locate uh, the supplement to Volume One, and I've never really even looked at the supplement because Volume One uh, has the instructions for worship, uh, uh, regular worship, and then there is supposed to be a Volume Two, which has never come out. But they published this also the supplement to Volume One. I have the supplement. Uh, the other one is probably still packed somewhere. Uh, the, the the first volume. But I also discovered actually in the latest version of Database, it's it's also in there. If you have Database and you look at the table of contents. Uh, uh, you'll see uh, item 24 is handbooks and reference, and then the uh, uh, third item is the Pancharatra Pradipa, is GBC Press, and then they have Volume 1, Daily Service, Nitya Seva, and then Supplement to Volume 1. So it's there also. Discovered a little belatedly, but anyway, it's there. Uh, but then uh, this supplement to Volume One to uh, Daily Service uh, is this book here. You or have the visuals. Um, uh, um, this has actually three supplements. Force, yeah, the process of deity worship, elaborate deity worship, additional verses and additional notes. But the, the, the first part of the supplement is actually an additional commentary on this chapter, uh, Canto 11, Chapter 27. Uh, uh, and uh, after looking at that, I thought it best to backtrack a little bit although some of the terms that they introduced don't really come up until uh, Lord Krishna's explanation. 
they have some remarks in the very beginning that made me want to, okay, go back and, and look at this. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, uh, and it cleared up something for me because I was, it was kind of a little, uh, as we're coming toward the, the end of the Bhagavatam, or at least of this canto, I mean, after 11 is just uh, 12 cantos, so we're almost toward the end of the Bhagavatam, and the 12 canto is quite short. Uh, suddenly there is this, after a, a, a lot of philosophy and then more philosophy, there's this, uh, this chapter on deity worship, and Rudolph inquired about it for five verses. Uh, So what what it says? Uh, 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 let me just read over the first five verses, okay? In English, Sri uh, Uddhava said, "My dear Lord, O Master, the devotees, please explain to me the prescribed method of worshiping you in your deity form. What are the qualifications of those uh, devotees who worship?" The deity, on what basis is such worship established, and what is the specific method of worship? Well, the great sages repeatedly declared that such worship brings the greatest benefit possible in human life. This is the opinion of Narada Muni, the great Vyasadeva, and my own spiritual master, Vihaspati. Oh, most magnanimous Lord, the instructions on this process of deity worship first emanated from your lotus, lotus mouth. Then they were spoken by the great Lord Brahma to his sons, headed by Bhrigu and by Lord Shiva to his wife Parvati. This process is accepted by and appropriate for all the occupational and spiritual orders of society. Therefore, I consider worship of you in your deity form to be the most beneficial of all spiritual practices, even for women and sudras. O Lotus-eyed One, O Supreme Lord of all lords of the universe, please explain to your devoted servant this means of liberation from the bondage of work. So we discussed these different personalities, uh, Bhrigu, uh, 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 Muni, uh, and about Uddhava, and Brihaspati, his uh, spiritual master. Uh, so here the word that's being used for deity worship, uh, and of course the word aradhanam is there also, is kriya yogam, the, the, the prescribed method for aradhanam, uh, worship of, uh, of the deity, and what is the correct kind. Now, uh, when, the, when the supplement uh, here in the... Uh, 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 to the uh, Pancharatra uh, Prabhupada, illuminations of Pancharatra, uh, it says in the beginning, Lord Krishna summarizes the process of deity worship in chapter 27 of the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. That such a description of Pancharatrika Vidhi appears in the Bhagavatam indicates that Bhagavata Vidhi complements Pancharatrika Vidhi. So that's what, <laughs> right there, there's some, the, 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 this, this 
word pancharachika uh, comes up, uh, I think, in uh, in this chapter. Uh, 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 in text 7 uh, where uh, he asks which of three methods is worshipped the Vaidika according to the four Vedas the Vedic method Vaidika the Tantrika method which is translated to the practical explanatory uh, uh, literature uh, or Mishra mixed so that's what that's talking about the Bhagavad uh, that's talking about uh, 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 how how deity worship is going to be done and when it says according to the purport there in text 7 we haven't gotten there yet but instead of backtracking then I'm going to backtrack now <laughs> uh, they say Tantrika refers to such literature as the Pancharatra and the Gautamiya Tantra. Uh, and so here, this deity worship as a whole that's being described here is what's called Pancharatrika Diti. Uh, 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 and here they, they uh, indicate that this Bhagavata Diti complements Pancharatrika Diti, that it's here. Uh, and uh, so there's a Prabhupada has brought up these terms uh, um, uh, uh, before uh, and uh, we see these these ideas, these these terms, Pancharatrika Vidhi and Bhagavad Vidhi, uh, have occurred fairly early on uh, in the Bhagavatam, in Canto four, thirteen three. Uh, Vidura says, "I know that the great sage Narada is the greatest of all devotees." He has compiled the Pancharatrika procedure of devotional service and has directly met the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, so here, the purport by Srila Prabhupada, he says, there are two different ways of approaching the Supreme Lord. One is called Bhagavata Mark, or the way of Srimad Bhagavatam, and the other is called Pancharatrika Vidhi. Pancharatrika Vidhi is the method of temple worship and Bhagavata Vidhi is the system of nine processes which began with hearing and chanting. This Krishna, the Krishna consciousness movement accepts both processes simultaneously and thus enables one to make steady progress on the path of realization of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This Pancharatrika procedure was first introduced by the great sage Narada as referred to here by Vidura. Because one of the, the class of literature called uh, Pancharatrika literature, the main one is the Narada Pancharatra. Uh, and that's when the, the, the way that this has been handed down, deity worship has been handed down, 
Here they don't really uh, mention him. They they, they mention uh, that it's the, the, this deity worship was spoken by Brahma to his sons. Of course, one of them is Narda, but here it mentions Brigu. Uh, and then by Lord Shiva to his wife, Poverty. And then this mentions this is appropriate for everybody. Uh, so, you know, the, the word uh, Pancharatra uh, literally means five nights. Uh, or you could say, way of saying five days and five nights together, that, that period of five days. Uh, and in the, in the uh, Sanskrit dictionary, uh, that's mentioned with Pancharatra, and then another uh, mention is name of a Vaishnava sect following the doctrine of their sacred book called Pancharatra. <laughs> so there you go. The doctrine or the doctrine of the Pancharatras. But I, I, I haven't been able to locate where I heard this or read it, but the, the Pancharatra comes from the fact that Narada apparently either received this or taught it in five days, like, or, or in five nights for an extended five-day period, day and night. The Pancharatra was either taught or spoken by Narada Muni. I don't know which. If I can find out when, I'm happy to know. So that's why it's called Pancharatra Vidhi. Now the word vidhi, V-I-D-H-I, vidhi. Uh, the, the exact meaning of this term will be important later. Uh, vidhi generally means a rule or an injunction. It's a law, vidhi. In Sanskrit grammar, there's a whole bunch of uh, verbal endings that are called vidhi lin. Lin is the kind of designation of verbal endings. So there's different kinds of these. So vidhi is the, uh, when you give injunctions, uh, that's vidhi lin. Uh, an injunction means what you ought to do. Different from imperative, which is a command, this is more like, has the idea of ought. Uh, uh, setting down these are the rules that one ought to follow. So there are precepts or commandments. So they say, uh, the, the, according to the Sanskrit dictionary, uh, it says uh, a rule, formula, injunction, ordinance, statute, precept, law, direction, especially the for performance of a rite as given in the Brahmana portion of the Veda, which consists of two parts, vidhi, precepts or commandments, for example, yajeta, he ought to sacrifice, or kuryat, he ought to perform or do. So when it has those endings, yajeta or kuryat, these, these, in Greek they're called the optatics endings, um, it means what you ought to do. 
So the first part of this uh, is vidhi, precepts or commandments, uh, and then arthavada, explanatory statements. Uh, that's according to this. And then they mention vidhi as, as a grammatical rule or, 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 or uh, precept. Uh, and then it can be any mode, manner, or way of acting. So here you see we talked about this pancharachaka vidhi and uh, uh, the other con uh, idea is bhagavata vidhi uh, that Prabhupada mentions. Two ways uh, of behaving. Uh, 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 one, one according to these injunctions of worshiping uh, Krishna. Uh, so Prabhupada, so that's the word vidi that's used here. It's a way of life, but actually it's the prescribed manner of doing things, what you ought to do. Uh, so uh, uh, writing a letter uh, in 1970 to Guru Das, Prabhupada writes, we should follow two important lines, namely the Pancharachika vidi, as well as Bhagavata Vidhi. The Bhagavata Vidhi is preaching work in Sankirtan, and Pancharachaka Vidhi is temple worship of the deities. The temple worship will keep us sanctified, and when we shall preach in sanctified pure heart, the preaching will be immediately effective. So we have to follow the two parallel lines simultaneously for successful execution of devotional service. But this was a letter in 1970. Then later, uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, uh, Chapter 24, uh, this is text 45 and 46. Uh, uh, this is a purport, from a purport for those two verses. The Lord's form is Vishnu, is decorated in all opulence. Therefore, Lord Shiva is trying to see that most opulent form of Narayana and Vishnu. Generally, the worship of the Lord begins with the worship of Narayana, uh, or Vishnu, whereas the worship of Lord Krishna and Radha is most confidential. Lord Narayana is worshipped by the Pancharachika Vidhi, or regulative principles, whereas Lord Krishna is worshipable by the Bhagavata Vidhi. So in the one letter he's saying the Pancharachika Vidhi for deity worship, including what we do with Radha and Krishna, but now he's saying it's two ways of worshipping uh, the deity. But this Pancharachaka Vidhi, uh, in awe and reverence, with a sense of the Lord's majesty, uh, with a sense of oneself as subordinate service, this is Pancharachaka Vidhi. And this is for Lord Narayan. But Krishna, that is to say, Krishna in Vrindavan, is worshipable by the Bhagavata Vidhi. 
So it's also two ways of worshiping deities. Then he goes on to say, no one can actually worship the Lord in the Bhagavata Vidhi without going through the regulations of the Pancharachaka Vidhi. Actually, neophyte devotees worship the Lord according to the Pancharachaka Vidhi or the regulative principles enjoined in the Narada Pancharatra, as that book I mentioned by Narada. Radha Krishna cannot be approached by the neophyte devotees or the regulative principles. Uh, excuse me. Therefore, excuse me. I, Radha Krishna cannot be approached by the neophyte devotees. Therefore, temple worship according to regulative principles is offered to Lakshmi Narayana. Although there may be a Radha Krishna Vigraha or form, the worship of the neophyte devotees is acceptable as Lakshmi Narayana worship. Worship according to the Pancharachaka Vidhi is called Vidhi Marga. No, not not, not as the path of Vidhi, of regulation and injunction. And worship according to the Bhagavata Vidhi is called Ragmark. So, so notice that other, other places it's just turned into Bhagavata Mark. That's another meaning of Vidhi as a process and a way of life. So, but here he says, worship according to the Bhagavata Vidhi is called Ragmark. That is to say, out of spontaneous spiritual feelings. The principles of Radmarg are especially meant for devotees who are elevated to the Vrindavan platform. So that's uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, and anyway, th there's many other places where both of these are mentioned. Uh, so even though Prabhupada has installed Radha Krishna deities, when we worship them, our form of worship of Radha Krishna is according to the Pancharachaka Vidhi, even though they're Radha Krishna. Uh, the, the, the worship according to the, the Bhagavata Vidhi of Radha Krishna is different. Uh, uh, it can be much more simple, much less formal. Uh, uh, but, uh, and so we don't do that. We worship them as if they were uh, uh, Lakshmi Narayana. That's what, because we are because of neophytes uh, are, are involved in this, uh, and uh, so. Uh, so there's two senses of this that Prabhupada uses for Bhagavata Vidhi is also preaching work. Bhagavata Vidhi means that, that uh, you are uh, following uh, and absorbed in Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, that, that you just hear and chant. 
if you're just chanting rounds and that's your whole worship, if that's on the platform of Bhagavata Vidhi's spot, then it's as good as any kind of deity worship. Uh, uh, so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up right away, uh, this, this idea. Uh, um, uh, so anyway, uh, as far as this, this description here in the, uh, uh, the process of deity worship from, from the uh, 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 Pancharacha Pradeep, uh, of, uh, uh, from uh, GBC. By the way, apparently our DD Worship Ministry is coming up with another handbook. Apparently they've decided to redo this one. So, but this is the latest one we have so far. They keep saying it's going to be published soon, but we haven't seen it yet. So I just wanted to go. They say, but any, anyway, that's why here the deity worship is described in this chapter is according to Pancharacha. Uh, uh, why? Because it's verses for the, the, the neophytes. And it's uh, here uh, with Uddhava and Krishna, they're not in Vrindavan. Uddhava knows about Vrindavan Krishna. He was sent by Krishna to, to look at the Buddha, the gopis, the gopi Baba. Uh, uh, and their intense love for Krishna with feelings of separation. But he's his minister uh, in Dwarka. So, so anyway, so this, this, they're describing this book. In this section of Pancharatra Pradeep, we provide so anyway. He's saying that uh, that that the Bhagavatam itself, just just hearing and chanting Bhagavatam by itself, can be Bhagavata Didi, especially with the whole and the canto and Krishna's Rasa Lila. So it's Bhagavata Didi. Just that is also just Bhagavata Didi. Uh, and there, there's a kind of Didi worship that may go along with it, like the Sikhil Swamis. Uh, with their Shalagram Shilas and with uh, Radharaman and, and so on. Different. Uh, but anyway, in this section of the Pancharacha Pradeep, we provide the text of chapter 27 of the 11th canto along with explanatory notes that tie in Lord Krishna's description of deity worship with the procedures given elsewhere in this manual and also with some general concepts of Pancharachika Vidhi. Some of these notes are more technical than the purports in the Bhagavatam chapter and are meant to supplement the purports, not replace them. Because actually the, the, this doesn't get into the, 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 the BBT commentary, doesn't get into very many specific things. Uh, or even spe- very specific principles. And similarly, uh, uh, the, the other uh, source, the uh, commentary Vishnu Chakrabarti Thakur, he doesn't either.
so it, it, anyway, uh, uh, so they explain, that, that here they're saying why they give additional explanations. Uh, um, so they say about text one, but Uddhava says, please explain to me the prescribed method of worshiping you in your deity form. Uh, and they say, the process of deity worship is learned in disciplic succession from the spiritual master and his representatives. The spiritual master must first determine whether the disciple is qualified to be a good pujari. This is where second initiation comes in, because you can't, you can't uh, do deity worship. Uh, without having uh, the mantra given it uh, a second initiation. They go on, if a devotee is engaged in deity worship simply because there is no one else available to perform the service, then there is every chance that he or she will commit offenses for which those who have engaged the unqualified person will at least be partially responsible. So sometimes... People may be a little casual about it, but there is a, a seva aparad. There's a list. These are the offenses in worshiping the deity, and so seva aparad is one of them. And uh, uh, that that uh, they are to be avoided. And. Uh, 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 sometimes they're not observed. I've been in Iskon temples, and we're sitting in the temple room, a class is going on, and you can hear the uh, pujaris on the altar chattering to each other. But when you're in front of the deities, you're bathing and dressing, there should be complete silence. You know, it should not only the most necessary things should be said, and they should be set aside, because you're in the presence of the Lord. You don't talk about other things. Not is not a time for chatter. Uh, and apparently, when when Prabhupada would be has been on the altar, people who were there say he kept his lips pressed tightly together, like noticeably, to make sure he wouldn't say anything. Uh, just an example. So um, then uh, the. Um, Text 2, all the great sages repeatedly declare that such worship brings the greatest benefit possible in human life. This is the opinion of Narada Muni, the great Vyasadeva, and my own spiritual master, uh, uh, Brihaspati. Uh, and uh, in text 2, uh, uh, there's no purport whatsoever, but here there is an explanation. Uh, and they say, the first two verses hint at the philosophical aspect of the Pancharatra Shastra, known as Samhita. The Samhita of Pancharatra deals with the most philosophical tenets found in the Bhagavatam, focusing on the fact that the deity form of the Lord is non-different from the original form of the Lord in the spiritual world. Uh, uh, so, to, it is an offense to think of the deity as made of stone or wood or metal. Krishna and Krishna's name are the same. 
Simile, Krishna and Krishna's statue are the same. Krishna and Krishna's picture are the same. So if you think the deity is, is metal or stone or wood, that's an, uh, an offense. Um, uh, and so one has to understand this philosophically. That the deity doesn't stand for Krishna, doesn't symbolize Krishna, doesn't point to Krishna. The deity is Krishna, or Lord Chaitanya, or Jagannath is Krishna, Balaram is there, Ramchandra. They, they are there. They have made themselves. Prabhupada has explained that, that God is not stone or wood, but he can appear as stone or as wood. Why does he do this? Because I'm spirit. You can't see me with your material eyes. And you don't have spiritual vision to see me. So therefore, for you, I'm going to appear as stone or as wood. And that way you can touch me, massage me, bathe me, dress me. So this is the way he makes himself accessible to us. So we are very careful in the beginning, to, 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 to treat the deity with a great deal of respect. Uh, I have been to Hindu temples in America, and I've seen, at uh, one, I, I saw uh, a pujari uh, was going to dress the deities with the curtain open. He, he picked up Radharani and slammed her down on her face, pull off what she had on, you know, and it was just like, it's not Radha, that's not how you treat Radha, right? Just put her on her face, like that, with, with an audible clunk. He's thinking, this is metal. So, so here, uh, we hear something from the Pancharatra text, the Supreme Personality of Godhead appears in five forms. Para, the original form, the Lord in the spiritual world, Goloka Vrindavan. Vyuha, the four aids to come, expansions of the Lord, Vasudev, Shankarshan, Arjuna, and Ariruda. Those four Chattur Vyuha, they're called. Uh, the Vyuha. Uh, Vibhava, the 24 expansions of Narayan presiding over the Vaikuntha planets, Antaryami residing in the heart of every living entity as Paramatma, and Archivigraha is the deity form of the Lord appearing in the material world to accept worship. The Archivigraha includes the other four forms, and therefore the Archivigraha possesses all the potencies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So this is what's in the Pancharacha text. And Prabhupada, and, and they quote a purport by, by Prabhupada in Bhagavatam 3.25.35, Mayavadis and atheists accept the forms of the deities in the temple of the Lord as idols. Yeah, the, the, he mentions the Mayavadis. Because God is formless. So he cannot be represented. 
in the temple. And even if you think of Krishna, that's also an imagination. So both of them say they are idols. You have to go beyond. But devotees, Prabhupada goes on, do not worship idols. They directly worship the personality of Godhead in this archa of incarnation. Archa refers to the form in which we can worship in our present condition. Actually, in our present state, it is not possible to see God in the spiritual form because our material eyes and senses cannot perceive a spiritual form. We cannot even see the spiritual form of the individual soul. When a man dies, we cannot see how the spiritual form leaves the body. This is the defect of our material senses. In order to be seen by our material senses, the Supreme Personality of Godhead accepts a favorable form, which is called Archa Vigraha. This Archa Vigraha, sometimes called the Archa Incarnation, Archa Avatar, Archa Avatara, is not different from him, just as the Supreme Personality of Godhead accepts various incarnations, he takes on forms made out of matter, clay, wood, metals, and jewels. Anyway, uh, this goes on for a couple more paragraphs. You can read it yourself. Uh, 325-35 purport, where Prabhupada uh, discusses uh, what's wrong with the Maya body's conception and uh, the devotee's conception and how the duty of the spiritual master is to teach the devotees how to worship, install, decorate, cleanse the temple, and so on. There are different procedures and rules and regulations which are followed in the temples of Vishnu. And... uh, uh, So then, uh, text 3 and 4, most magnanimous Lord, the instructions on this process of deity worship first emanated from your lotus mouth, they were spoken by the great Lord Brahma to his sons headed by Bhrigu and by Lord Shiva to his wife Parvati. This process is accepted by and appropriate for all the occupational and spiritual orders of society. Therefore, I consider the worship of your Lordship of you in your deity form to be the most beneficial of all spiritual practices even for women and shudras. In the explanation they say Pancharacha was originally spoken by the Lord himself gradually as it was disseminated by the disciplic succession the number of recognized Pancharacha texts has expanded to 108. Unlike the more strict Vedic system, and that will come up in text 7, the Vedic. Unlike, unlike the more strict Vedic system of worship, Ansarachika worship is very liberal in that it allows anyone from any social order to worship the deity, provided that the devotee is properly initiated by a bona fide spiritual master to the chanting of the Ansarachika mantras. As Srila Prabhupada explains, this is the purport of Bhagavatam 1.538, the transcendental form of eternal bliss and knowledge 
can be experienced only by our spiritual senses, which can be revived by the chanting of the holy mantras <coughs> or transcendental sound representations. Such sounds should be heard, received from the transparent agency of the bona fide spiritual master, and chanting may be practiced under the direction of the spiritual master. That will lead us gradually nearer to the Lord. This method is recommended in the Pancharatrika system, which is both recognized and authorized. And then uh, they quote uh, the Hari Bhakti Vilas, just as a verse of Prabhupada has mentioned quite a few times, just as bell metal is transformed into gold when mixed with mercury in an alchemical process, so one who is properly trained and initiated uh, uh, by a bona fide spiritual master immediately becomes a brahmana. Uh, and uh, then uh, here there's an Archanapala section. Uh, uh, explaining how the, this is the most beneficial of spiritual practices. And they have pulled out quotations from Prabhupada that describe the benefits. Uh, uh, Archana Siddhi, perfection in deity worship. It's called Archana Siddhi. By deity worship, you can go back to Godhead, developing love of Krishna. I won't quote them all now because I'm almost out of time. Uh, but here's, the, here's this. And I said this book is available on the uh, uh, database. Uh, so you can read it for yourself. Developing love of Krishna. I'll just read the headings. Peace and enthusiasm. Preaching Krishna consciousness. Proof of sincere service. Living in Vaikuntha. Thinking of Krishna automatically. Maintaining purity and health, mind and intelligence. Subduing lust beautifying the heart and feeling transcendental bliss, bringing yavanas and bletches to spiritual life, getting direct inspiration, studying all the Vedas, freedom from poverty. Uh, uh, that's the list that uh, 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 Prabhupada gives, uh, of places that, that he's seen uh, of the benefits of this. Uh, so I guess we'll up there. I'm um, sorry to have to backtrack like that, but there's too much interesting stuff in here. Uh, and um, I'm happy to uh, 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 do that. I thought I'd get up to text seven, but we didn't do that. <laughs> okay. okay. Any questions or comments? And anyone has on this? Bhaktim Paula asks, what about home worship? Do we follow Pancharachika or Bhagavat Marg? Also Pancharachika, uh, for most places. Uh, and uh, there is, uh, uh, in, in the, the, this book, there is, there's careful um, instructions for temple worship for deity and the more simplified worship that one can do at home, uh, and so the instructions will be a little different, but deity worship also can go on in the home, then you turn your home into a temple, hopefully. 
by having deity worship at home. Uh, by the way, uh, anyone can worship Gordon Time. They they really don't require much at all. They're, they're very merciful. And at one point, Prabhupada approved of or came up with the idea of distributing Gornitai deities to people. Just on a Sankirtan, God in a box, he said. So they could take it home and begin worshiping Gornitai because then you, then you, they don't accept offenses. But if you have Jagannath or Radha Krishna, then you know, there can be, uh, there can be uh, offenses. Kendra S. Uh, is the Pancharatrika Pradipa still currently the Iskand deity worship manual? I uh, know it's, it's still it's still the the, the current one, uh, and uh, and it's pretty good. Huh? I mean, I like it. It has at least I I say I can't find my my uh, my hard copy. Uh, 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 but it also has lots of pictures and illustrations and stuff like that. It just how to how, how to do things, and, and I have no idea what 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 has impelled them to, to uh, offer a, 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 another version just now coming. Uh, but uh, but anyway, it's it's just currently the the standard. Manual. Papa was very, uh, very glad to see his American disciples taking the deity worship so enthusiastically. He was a little afraid, uh, apprehensive, you might say, and we might not like it very much especially if you've been brought up in a Judeo-Christian tradition, there's all these things about idol worship and all that other kind of stuff. And, and so we, uh, you know, there's an English poem that mentions where the benighted Hindu bows down to wood and stone, you know, and stuff like that. So, so he was a, a little, maybe a little apprehensive that that wouldn't, you know. As far as worshiping God, in the form of sound, no problem. That's acceptable to to the 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 uh, Abrahamic faiths. That's a word that's been uh, uh, been uh, adopted for uh, uh, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. Abra Abrahamic faith, because they all trace back to Abraham, and all except what the Christians call the Old Testament as scripture. So those are the Abrahamic faiths, and there, there are no. Uh, the tendency is not have icons. You can, in the form of sound, uh, that's fine. But but as far as, uh, uh, and they they were basically uh, against these uh, so-called pagan gods. Basically, demigod worship that the Romans and the and the uh, and the uh, Greeks and uh, other people uh, uh, around them uh, worshipped. We're not into uh, demigod worship that much ourselves. So, uh, 
that's, uh, that's okay with us. But they did have sacred objects, by the way, uh, and iconic forms, not representational, but uh, the ancient Hebrews had the Ark of the Covenant, uh, and somebody who wasn't a priest touched it and died immediately. The, the, the Muslims uh, have in the most sacred place a very large black stone, which is like a deity. It's completely sacred and you just circumambulate. And iconic. Doesn't rep doesn't have a form. But they, they as far as representing God as in, in the, the form of sound, that they're, they're reasonably... Uh, uh, accommodating to, uh, but this is not demigod worship either. If God is a person and somebody with their spiritual vision has seen that person and has uh, described it in a language that we can understand or made a replica of that person in this world, what's the problem? who's appeared in this world in his spiritual form and been seen and described. No problem. There's um, two more questions from Kendra. He asks, where did the Arjunapadati come from and also where does Judaism stand on God in the form of sound. Uh, let me see. The, I mean, the Pancharajika Padita, are you talking about that book in particular? Uh, no, the Archana Padati. Archanapadati was the previous name of the previous de deity worship manual. Uh, uh, the word, uh, I looked it up, Padati. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, for the word Padati. Uh, is the name of a class of writings described as guidebooks or manuals for particular rites and ceremonies. That's a podity. So it's an arjuna podity. And the previous uh, manual that we had before the Pancharaja Padipa came out was the arjuna podity. Just a comment on that. Janani Prabhu said that... Um, Pretty much any temple can create their own arch and apodity. It's just the manual of how the deity worship is yeah. done in that particular yeah, temple. And so there was one that, that came out, a white book, I remember, that was uh, uh, put out at a, at a certain point. Uh, and uh, it, well, I, I don't, don't remember the exact circumstances of it, uh, but it was during Prabhupada's time and it was said to be authorized in that way. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. What's your second question again? Uh, where does Judaism stand on God in its own sense? Uh, actually, you don't say you don't don't even say the name of God. You don't even write it. It's too holy to be said. Yeah. I I mean they they do read uh, scripture. I mean that's the main branch of Judaism. Uh, uh, the more mystical side of Judaism may be a little different, but I'm not much of an expert on Kabbalah and uh, the, uh, that, that kind of uh, thing. So even if you see Orthodox Jews, they won't even write the word God. They'll write G-D, even in English. That's a fact. They don't, they're not even, even sound as... Uh, In the first part of the handbook, there is a whole section on Pancharachika Vidhi and Bhagavata uh, Vidhi. Uh, so, you know, while we're talking about Vidhi worship, that's Pancharachika. Uh, uh, and we'll use um, um, uh, yeah, mantras that are not necessarily uh, Vedic in the strict sense of the term Vedic. That is, they aren't found in the original Vedic Samhitas. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But you have to remember the Haribhakti laws. Uh, uh, by Gopal Goswami is a is a manual on deity worship, uh, and uh, and so it's important enough that the that the six Goswamis had installed deities and made temples and given directions for how it is to be done. So it's an important part of the Vaishnava uh, process. Anything else? Okay, well, so we'll continue where we left off and get back up to where we were before. Uh, and uh, if you could think of any questions, write them down and uh, and uh, we'll save them up for next week. Okay. Thank you very much. Srimad Bhagavatam Aki Jai Srila Prabhupada Aki Jai.